turn next. Turn to John chapter 21. John chapter 21, verses 1 through 14, is a very well-known passage. It says, after this, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. And the narrator is saying, and it happened, John, it happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the son of Zebedee, and two other disciples were there. So how many disciples were there? More than three. Simon, Simon Peter, Thomas, right? Quite a few. Four to six. Next. And then Peter said, I am going to fish. Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. And, but that night they caught what? Nothing. Next verse. Early in the morning Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, have you any fish? And they answered, no. Next. He called out to them. He said, throw your net on the what? on the right side of the boat and you will find some and when they did they were unable to they were able to haul the net in because they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish next verse then the disciples then the disciple whom Jesus loved who was that said John the disciple John said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. How many times Peter has jumped into the water? Right? The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, about 153 fish. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. And verse 14, this was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Amen. What's your next? What is your next? Sometimes life can be so complex. 
Sometimes, if you, uh, life can be so daunting. I like to preach with some piano in the background. Thank you. Make it organ. Thank you. Don't start me. As I was saying, life can be so complex and daunting. Some of you may have your life all together and you have figured out what is your next step in life. Maybe you're a student and you have mapped it all out. You have planned it all out. I'm going to go into a junior college, a JUCO. Then I'm going to transfer after a year or two. Then I'm going to go to a state college. And then I'm going to graduate with my associates or my bachelors. Then I'm going to go to work or I'm going to go to my master's. Some of you have mapped it all out. Some of you have planned your life. Algunos de ustedes quizás han estado planeando su vida. Voy a, a junior college, después voy a universidad. And sorry, I'm preaching both in Spanish and English because I have an international following. Y has planeado toda tu vida. Vas a universidad, después eh, vas a, 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 comienzas a trabajar, te casas. We have mapped our lives. Go to college, start working. I'm going to be in this company for 30 years, 45 years, and I'm going to retire there in one company. I'm going to work for one company for 45 years. Yeah, right. But sometimes life, not always is the devil. Some people like to blame the devil for everything. Algunas veces la vida, otras veces el enemigo, pero no todo el tiempo es el diablo. Sometimes life throws us a curveball and breaks our plans. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe you lost your job. And through all your plans of working for one company for 45 years, throw it out the window. Maybe it was a, the loss of a loved one. Quizás alguien en tu familia, un ser querido murió. Quizás fue un divorcio. Quizás perdiste el trabajo. Whatever the cause may, may be, Life is not as simple as you might think. Life, and sometimes the devil, not always the devil, throws us curveballs and throws our plans out the window. Sometimes we hear God audibly but more often is a slight whisper on our hearts sometimes we are accustomed that a prophet 
or a pastor preaches a sermon that gives you direction in your life. Sometimes, and it should be always, we go to the word of the Lord and seek direction. Psalms, Proverbs contain a lot of direction for our life. Quizás es un pastor que te dio una palabra. Quizás es un profeta que te dio una palabra. Quizás es la palabra de Dios que has usado para para darte guianza. Peter and the disciples their plans were thrown out the window. They were sitting in Galilee. Notice that the word says after this after this Jesus revealed himself after what? Jesus had appeared twice to the disciples before once without Thomas the doubter and the second time it was with Thomas this was the third time that the Lord that's why the verse says after this por eso el versículo dice después de esto después que Cristo se reveló dos veces a los discípulos they were no longer disciples they were in transition they hadn't received yet the Holy Spirit to become apostles and preach the gospel they were in a transition state and they were sitting down in Galilee they were bored they were depressed the Lord has been crucified even though they saw them twice before they were depressed los discípulos Jesús ya se había había resucitado había muerto había ascendido al cielo y los discípulos estaban deprimidos they were not in a good state they were depressed their master was gone their teacher was gone their rabbi was gone Jesus had died had resurrected and had ascended to heaven and the disciples were like what do we do now? they were bored they were depressed they didn't have any direction they were saying what shall we do next and they were all sitting down and I'm thinking of this I don't know if you've seen movies uh, where it's summertime and there are four or five teenagers sitting on a bridge and they're like bored what do I do now what do we do let's throw rocks in the river let's throw rocks in the lake bored without direction that's the way the disciples were and Peter Peter said I'm gonna go fishing I don't know about you guys but I'm gonna go fishing yo no sé de ustedes pero yo me voy a ir a pescar sometimes I hear when I'm in these states don't know what's my next move don't know what's my next 
I can hear the Lord speaking what he said to Moses in Exodus 14 13 stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and sometimes those words ring loudly in my heart in my mind but sometimes standing still is not an option mm. la palabra dice esperar y ver la salvación de nuestro Señor y a veces pienso en esas palabras pero a veces quedarte quieto no es una opción sometimes standing still is not an option sometimes it's an option but sometimes it's not an option amen we don't want to stay in the center of God's will right todos nosotros queremos estar en el centro de la voluntad de Dios we don't want to be in the center of God's will but sometimes we think that God has abandoned us why did you permit this divorce Lord why did my loved one pass away why did I lose my job let me share a testimony when I preached here in January 13th I haven't seen Pastor Jasper and Pastor Alicia for about seven years last time I saw them was in 2012 in a joint event for the city we did back in uh, December 12, 2012 and I haven't seen them since, since. and when I got the call I said wow this is a divine connection this is not a coincidence so when I preached here and I know this will bless someone I was about to get laid off in my job you see I've been pastoring for lots of years both in Puerto Rico and here in Atlanta and also have my international ministry and also I have my 33 year career in IT in technology working with several in IT management with several fortune 500 companies and in this particular company I was working I knew since December 1st I was gonna get laid off in January 31st so when I came here to preach I was two weeks away of getting laid off and surely enough January 31st came I was laid off and I was a couple of months without a job cuando vine a predicar aquí en enero 13 estaba a punto de perder mi trabajo por una reestructuración organizacional después que prediqué dos semanas después entonces redujeron la posición la eliminaron y me quedé sin trabajo y estuve un par de meses sin trabajo when I started here as a, as a Hispanic pastor I was still without a job I was just trusting the Lord trusting the Lord figuring what's my next what's my next I was living in Dunwoody and I moved on faith near the church 
about 10 minutes without having a job. What's my next, Lord? What's my next job? What am I going to do? Sometimes standing still is not an option. Sometimes it is. You have to discern in the spirit. But sometimes standing still is not an option. Sometimes God wants you to take a leap of faith. And thank God, April 8th, I started working back again in my career. You see, I am passionate about God. I am passionate about church. I am passionate about ministry, but also I am passionate about technology. I'm a technology uh, geek. That's what they say, huh? So I had lost my job, but I had to take what? Take what? Steps. Steps of what? Of faith. The problem is, sometimes we don't know exactly what is the center of God's will. We know God is leading us. We know that He is taking us somewhere. A veces no sabemos cuál es el centro de la voluntad de Dios. Sabemos que Dios está ahí. Sabemos que Dios nos está llevando a algún lugar but we don't know where sometimes we don't know what's our next God guides us in different ways God gives us our next different ways and sometimes like Peter found out in John 21 it feels like he was left to navigate alone his decision. How many use a GPS? How many use it in your car? It's within your car, right? You plan your route, you put the destination, and you and you're confident that you're gonna that you're gonna arrive there, arrive at your destination. Si tienes un GPS. Pones la ruta, el destino, y te va a llevar el GPS a ese lugar. But sometimes, there's a new road that is not on the map. Sometimes there's a new bypass. Ah, you're not getting it. Sometimes there's a new bypass that is not on the map. Sometimes there's a new bridge that is not on the map. Sometimes there's an accident and the GPS doesn't recalculate and then you're stuck where am I right now sometimes we feel sometimes you may feel in life in where am I where am I going what's my next step what is my next you are a place in a place of transition and standing still may not be an option for you Sometimes the GPS recalculates. There's a new bridge and it says, oh, there's traffic. There's a traffic jam. And the GPS does what? It reroutes. It recalculates. You know what Peter and the disciples were doing? They were recalculating their life. The master was gone. What do we do now? 
It reminds me of the people of Israel under Moses. They were accustomed to see miracles. The cloud of smoke, the pillar of smoke and fire. And when they entered, they crossed the Jordan. There were no miracles. They were just walking on what? On faith. Peter and the disciples were trying to recalculate, reroute their lives. They were sitting down and Peter had enough and said, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going fishing. Pedro and his disciples were recalculating the route of their life and Pedro said, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to fish. And the disciples said, well, we're fishermen, so let's do what we do best. Let's go fish. Amen? And they started fishing. That's, what the, that's the only thing that they knew how to do. Peter was a fisherman. So when there was no clear direction from the Lord, he said, I will revert back to what I know to do. If you're stuck in life, revert, go back to what you know to do. What are your strengths? What are your skills? Pastor, I don't know what to do with my life. What are your skills? Do you work with kids? Go work with the kids. If you are financially sound and your skill is giving freely to church, then give freely to church. Continue doing that. If you're in a transition state, Peter and the disciples reverted to what they know what to do, which was, which was what? Fish. Los discípulos fueron, hicieron lo que ellos mejor hacían, sabían hacer, que era pescar. And they went, started fishing, and they fished all night. Thomas, Nathaniel, James, John, and the two others. They knew what to do. They knew how to prepare the nets. They knew how to go to the boat. They knew how to fish. They knew how to catch a fish and take it and sell it to the market. That's what they did before they met Jesus. They were fishers of fish. They were fisher men. And sometimes we know how to do what we do in life and we're comfortable. We navigate life, work, church, family, vacations. And like I said, sometimes life throws us what? Curable. And then they fished nothing, and Jesus came and told them, Hey men, have you fished anything? And James said, No, we haven't. And what did Jesus do? Throw your net to the what? To the what? To the right side. The Greek word for right is dexios, which in Spanish is derecha. La palabra griega para derecha is dexios, which means to the right side, but also can be applied to the right path. 
While there was no instruction, while there was no direction, Jesus appeared in the most desperate hour. When the, when the bank account was empty, when the refrigerator was empty, when the bills were mounting up, that's when Jesus arrived to the disciples and said to them, throw your net to the right. Not only to the right. God knew, Jesus knew where the fishes were. They were on the right side. But also, they were, Jesus was telling them, I will take you to the right path to your provision. God knows where your provision is and he will come just in time to give you the provision that you need. No matter what desert you are crossing right now, no matter what depression, no matter what state of transition you are in, God will appear just in the nick of time and will show you the way where your provision is located. No importa el estado que estés depresivo, aunque tu nevera esté vacía, aunque tu cuenta esté vacía, Dios Jesús va a aparecer justo a tiempo para guiarte a tu provisión. Maybe you're asking, maybe I am not on the right place. Maybe I am not where I am supposed to be. Let me tell you, you are where you are supposed to be. How many are Game of Thrones fans? Don't be spiritual. I don't watch that stuff. Let me ask you again, how many are Game of Thrones fans? Remember, in the last episode, in the last scene of season eight, was it? Season eight? Bron the Broken, the new king, King Bron the Broken was in his wheelchair. And Jon Snow comes and kneels before him and says to him, Brother, sorry I wasn't there when you needed me. What was the response of King Bron the Broken? Remember? You were where you were supposed to be. You were where you supposed to be. Even though you're crossing the desert right now. Even though you are worrying about your next. Even though you don't know what's going on in your life. Or you don't know what the future holds for you. You are where you are supposed to be. You are where you are supposed to be. Jesus, the disciples threw the net to the right and caught 153 big fish. The net didn't break, but it was very heavy. And they were bringing the net 
inland and Jesus was there preparing breakfast at another broken egg another broken fish preparing breakfast for them there's a couple of principles that I want you to get out of this message this morning four principles number one waiting on God is a common experience for us waiting on God is a common experience for us sometimes we wait for direction sometimes we're stuck in a very hard place waiting for a release sometimes we wait to understand his purposes but sometimes we wait for his provision waiting on God is a common experience for all of us Jesus timing and purposes is there are they're not clear all the time but they're always the best for us they're always the best it's always the best path it's always the right plan it's always the right path Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the plans I have for you yes there is a plan God has for each and every one of you it's not only for people in ministry no no there is a plan crafted from the beginning of time for you there is a destiny for you for you for you for you for you for you for me there is a plan there is a destiny for each and every one of us declares the Lord plans to what to prosper and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future do you think God wants to harm you when you're crossing a desert it may seem that way but it is not God's plans for you are plans for good to prosper you to give you hope and a future it may not seem that way dice la palabra los planes que tengo contigo son planes de bien y no de mal para darte esperanza y un futuro Dios tiene un plan para ti Dios tiene un plan para ti Dios tiene un plan para cada uno de nosotros and that's the beauty of it we all have a plan we all have a purpose we all have a destiny to fulfill in this earth what's your next have you discovered your purpose have you discovered your destiny what's your next number two when you're not sure what to do next do the next thing what is that pastor when you're not sure what to do next do the next thing fishing seemed like a good idea for the disciples they knew how to do it so when you don't know what to do next 
Bank on your strengths. Bank on your skills. Bank on what God has given you. Número dos, cuando no sabes qué hacer, próximo a la próxima cosa. Usa tus destrezas. Usa los dones que Dios te ha dado. They were fishermen. They knew how to fish. So the next logical thing to do for them was what? Is go to fish. When you're not sure what to do next, do the next thing. Number three. God is in complete control. God is in complete control of your life. It may not seem that way right now. But God has a plan for you to prosper, to give you hope and a what? And a future. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For my thoughts are not your, your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than what? Your thoughts. You may have a plan, but maybe God has another plan for you. You may have mapped out your life, but maybe God has another, bigger, better, prosperous plan for your life. My thoughts are not his thoughts. His thoughts, his ways are higher than my ways. I was not planning on becoming a preacher. I was not planning on becoming a pastor. But my father was a, a, a Bible teacher. He was one of the precursors in bringing the charismatic movement in Puerto Rico. He did not have a church, but his um, prayer meetings every Wednesday, he invited Catholics. Catholics. And that sparked That's one of the sparks of the charismatic Pentecostal movement in Puerto Rico. In the Catholic denomination. And I was sitting there just listening to my father. He was a Bible teacher. I was in awe of, of his teachings. He had a big library of books. When he passed away, uh, I inherited that library of books dictionaries commentaries you name it strong vines dictionary and that sparked something in me to enter into ministry years ago 10 years ago just 10 years ago number four He expects us to take a leap of faith on our next and he will meet us there. God, sometimes God will not tell you what to do in your life. God is waiting for you to take a leap of faith. 
like Jesus was waiting for the disciples on the shore. God expects us, expect us to take a leap of faith and he will meet you there. Sometimes we don't hear his direction. But God wants us to take a leap of faith and he surely will meet you there. Amen? Number five. I said four is five. He is always serving us even when we can't see it. He serves us in every conceivable way from the payment of our sins to our calling to the fish we catch to the breakfast on the beach to our eternal home. Isaiah 64.4 says, From ancient times no one has heard nor ear has perceived nor eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf on those who what? On those who what? And wait for him. Jesus told them, throw the net to the right. And they obeyed. And they caught their what? Their provision. And when they came to shore, they threw the net on faith, right? They took a leap of faith. Then Jesus was waiting for them at the shore take a leap of faith what's your next and God will meet you there and Jesus was what cooking what he asked him what did you catch he told them bring the fish that you caught and we'll make breakfast so who caught the provision Jesus or the disciples It's your job to get the provision. God will lead you to the provision. But you have to do the hard work. You can be a lazy. God had to work 33 years in addition to pastoring. Because I decided to do it. I opted to do it because I am passionate both in technology and ministry the church but I had to work God's not gonna bring down a net full of fish like he did to Peter in the vision no 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 you gotta, gotta go out there send your resumes do networking do networking talk to people talk to your network try to get a job Get connections. God will lead you to your provision, but it's up to you to catch the provision. That's what Jesus was telling them. What did you catch? Bring what you caught, and we'll make a feast. We'll make what? We'll make a breakfast. And Jesus was waiting for them, cooking what? Cooking breakfast. Bread and what? And fish. When you're not sure what to do next, do the next thing and obey. Psalm 1611 says, You reveal the path to me 
in your presence is abundant joy. Psalm 17.5 says, My steps are on your paths. My feet have not slipped. Even though you're crossing the desert, your feet have not slipped. Even, even though you are depressed, your feet has not slipped. Even though you are going through what you're going through, your feet has not slipped. God is with you. God is with you. Psalms 23.3 says, He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for His name's sake. Psalms 25.4 says, Make your ways known to me, Lord. Teach me your paths. It was not a coincidence. It was a divine appointment when the worship team sang Waymaker. Miracle worker. He is the one who makes a way when there is no way. He is the way maker. In the book of Micah, I believe it's uh, chapter 2 verse 13. This just came. The people of Israel were in captivity. And they were praying for the Lord to liberate them. And in verse 13, the Bible says that the breaker will come their way and open the way. Who's the breaker? Jehovah operates, which means the one who makes a way when there is no way. Jehovah Waymaker. Jehovah operates. Don't worry if you're in captivity. Don't worry if you're in transition state. Jehovah Appers, the waymaker, the one who makes a way when there is no way, he will come to your rescue and open a way where there is no way. The way maker. Psalms 27 11 says, Because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path God will not let you stumble there will be no rocks there will be obstacles but you will walk on a level path you will walk on a level path even on your desert you will walk on a level path even on your desert your feet will not slip even on your desert you will walk on a straight line I am finishing. And number six, I said four, it was five. No, it was five, it was six. It's six. <laughs> That's how preachers are. We say we're finishing, and we finish half, half an hour later. We say five points when it's really six points. Psalms 37, 23 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way oh that's one of our favorite verses in the Bible the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in him the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him so if you delight in him he will order your steps maybe you think your steps are not ordered Maybe you think that God is not with you, but let me tell you, 
God is with you. God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has a destiny. And he will order your steps. Proverbs 69 says, I'm finishing. A person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The Lord directs his way. He will teach us the path. He will teach you the path. He will always leave, lead you in a level path. He will always lead you in the right path. God always has a plan. God knows your next. You may be asking, what is my next? What is my next step? What is your next goal in ministry? Maybe is recording a praise and worship CD worship team. I don't know what's your next. What is your next? Maybe it doesn't seem that you have a next. But God has a plan. God has a purpose for you. He will not leave you in the dust. He will always come in the nick of time. He will always come to your aid just in time. And He will make a way when there is no way. Bow your heads. Thank you, Lord, for this word. If I bless only one, I am satisfied in my soul. If you bless the whole church, the better. If there is anyone who doesn't know Christ as their personal Savior, say, si alguien que no conoce a Cristo y quiere aceptarlo como su único y exclusivo Salvador, if you don't know Christ and you want to accept the way maker in your life maybe there is no next maybe you think there's no hope Jesus is the way maker Jesus is the one who opens a way Jesus is the one who breaks away where there is no way if you don't know Jesus just raise your hand and we will bless you and we will pray for you If you don't have a home church and you're visiting for the first time or the second time and you want to make this your church, come to the altar. We will greet you. We will bless you. We will hug you. And we will tell you, welcome to the church. If anyone here is on a temporary basis, no cross you're a college student and you want to make this your home church for the time being welcome come to the altar we will embrace you we will cover you we will pray for you and last altar call if you are in a place that you don't see a way right now And listen to me. 
we are all Christians but sometimes we go through these deserts even as Christians we go through these deserts it doesn't mean that that you have done something wrong it doesn't mean that you are in sin it means that life has thrown you a curveball if you don't see a way if you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel right now come to the altar I'll pray for you come we will pray for you if you don't see a way right now even if you have faith that there is a way but you don't see it right now come let's declare over your life over your marriage over your family I want the whole church to stand up on your feet. Whole church. Yes. If life has thrown you a curveball and you're in a transition state, I want the praise and worship team after this to, uh, if you could please sing Waymaker again. Close your eyes. If you're in a state right now, your marriage is not working. You have lost your job. You have lost a, a lost. You have lost a loved one. Any life situation, I want to declare over your life: provision, protection, salvation. If you want this blessing, come to the altar. I'll pray for you tonight, this morning. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you Because that is who He is. He doesn't mean you harm. He doesn't want to harm you. Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Porque Él es así. That is who He is. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, come on, yes, come on, come on. Amazing way, make miracle, miracle, promise, promise keep, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh Lord, you